0: All right, welcome to the Rise Up podcast. I am your host Jonah Mitchell and on this show I do my best to help simplify everything that goes into the weight loss process when it comes to leaning out, shedding fat, building muscle, whatever it is and make it easier for you to understand it, and make it easier for you to fit it into your life and not make your life revolve around it. Um and you know, do my best to help you rise up to your potential without you getting in your own way because a lot of times we know what we should be doing but uh we make it a little bit harder on ourselves which is going to be the focus of today's episode, if not almost all of my episodes in general. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much for taking the time to, to, to be here with me, to listen, to listen in uh, wherever you are in the world right now. Um, and I'm super excited to get into it. Uh, if you're a longtime listener, former client, current client, thank you so much for stopping by. If you're a new listener, I really appreciate it. I hope you find this helpful. I hope you find you valuable. I hope you find this valuable. And if if you're any of those categories, and you learn something new today, or it helps shift a perspective, or it just helps you, uh, it helps you with, with where you're currently at. I I really, or I would really appreciate it if you would just share it with at least one person, because uh, my entire goal is to help uh, as many people as I can, no matter where they're at, no matter what they got going on. Uh, because I've been through the ringer, <laughs> and all I wanted was uh, uh, someone like me to help clear things up. Because there's so much in this world that is uh makes it difficult to it makes it more uh, makes it a lot harder than it needs to be um so yeah without further ado if you like this kind of stuff you want to see some more of my short form content that is down below in the show notes if you want to see uh, the my uh... Uh, my facebook group with the transformation project that is also in the show notes where with a bunch of free resources and amazing accountability um and yeah let's get into the show and uh man we're going to talk about why it takes so long to see progress <laughs> <laughs> oh man time is relative guys i want you to be i want to be abundantly clear with that um and there's before i get into it i want you to know there's two there's two big reasons why it there uh, why it could be why it could be um why it takes so long to see the results that we're looking for um but just just before i get into that when i what i mean by time is relative is i want you to think back to the to, uh, to a time when you were struggling pretty bad like really really hard now um and how it felt in the moment how it felt like it was the it was the longest thing you've ever experienced um and how in the moment it just everything sucked. There was no there was it was hard to find any silver lining whatsoever. And then once you fast forward to today or a time when that that tough time tough or that extended period of time had ended. Um and just think back on that perspective on how even though you were in those tough times and it was really hard to get through in the moment, when you kind of look back on it, maybe it feels like it wasn't that bad or it wasn't as long as we had thought. Right, and this is something that who comes very clear to mind for me. I want to share this quick story um, with uh, my wife and I. Um, there's a couple. This is, is going to be. Uh, there's a lot that goes into the story, but it really starts with the decision that we made that we wanted to try and live in an RV. Um, and we had made it because one, we'd been stuck in uh, her her parents' house throughout COVID, and we're married and wanted to get out on on our own. And rent was hard, and when you run your own business. Uh, or rent was high When you run your own business It's really hard to apply for a mortgage Especially if your business is uh, not uh, consistent <laughs> So uh, with the money that we were making We were like well you know We can do it Our jobs online And you know for those of you longtime long time listeners I used to run my own business Before I joined the the transformation project uh, And my wife Hannah was running it with me So at the time we were like Yeah we can buy an RV And we, uh, rent would be just gas mileage And, and the uh, RV parks that we stayed at um and on theory on paper as we did the research as we watched youtube videos as we uh as we got ready to leave it sounded like a great great opportunity uh for us to just go out on our own and see the world and coach people while we did it well, um, the first night that we left, <laughs> which this was kind of doomed from the start, if I'm totally honest. But the first night we left, our RV broke. And if you know anything about RVs, uh, the there's uh, slide outs on them. And I guess this is more of a uh, a tow-behind camper Um and so it's not like the full rv um but we we had it we were pulling it with a jeep grand cherokee which is again why i say it was kind of doomed from the start um <laughs> but yeah the first night after we stayed in it um our our slide out broke like the cables snapped as we were try as we were trying to leave uh, uh the first wyoming um stop and head up to utah or idaho and um yeah so that cut our living space by 3 quarters. <laughs> and uh we were out, we were also driving up with Hannah's youngest brother who was following us while we were pulling the RV. Um and so he was staying in the RV while and we had two doors. Like we had we, we were able luckily we were able to get to our bedroom um which was just basically a queen-size bed and then we had to like shimmy through everything. Uh, and then the other door would lead to the kitchen. We could open the fridge, but like her brother had to sleep on our really tiny couch and our dog wanted to cuddle up with him. so that it was like, uh, it was like no room, no room whatsoever. Um, uh, so yeah, that was the first bad omen. And it was like, you know what? We're going to stay positive. Like that was unfortunate, but we're going to still keep trying. And as we were traveling, you know, I'm coaching clients online and Hannah's trying to run the marketing side of everything. When you don't have stable Wi-Fi on the road, it was it's pretty tough. <laughs> it's pretty tough to do the thing that pays all your bills, especially when now you are a uh, you're a mobile mobile. You're con- you're consistently mobile, right? And uh, as we were going through and trying to figure out like where we could actually sit down and I could do my phone calls and she can prep the marketing and the the operation stuff. Like it was it was difficult. And I, I bare minimum I could just get on the phone with my clients, and you know that was it. And as we were driving, we were headed up to Washington uh, to our brother's farm. Um, and um, as we were going through, we we, we did what we could. Um, but yeah, we with that entire time we, it took us like three and a half, four days, maybe five. I can't remember the full stuff. That was it's kind of a blur. Um, it was tough to get up there because it was just so many mishap after mishap, such, such tiny mishaps. But then we got to the farm, and they're secluded they're not in a populated area in washington so there was cell service was rough there we had no running water we had no we had to share a power generator with her brother just to see in our in our rv and it's just so much tiny stuff that built up over time so that you know me and me and hannah we just kind of got more and more resentful um it kind of started coming coming out towards us uh t- towards each other excuse me so then small disagreements turned into big arguments uh we couldn't see eye to eye in very many things um and everything that went wrong on that rv could have gone wrong <laughs> and all those things just built up to the point where we weren't having fun at all we felt kind of trapped and we were just constantly pushed by this delusion of like we're supposed to be going you know, cross country and we're barely getting through the point of like, like, we can't even leave. We're stranded in Washington because we could not like we couldn't get our RV fixed because of there was a shortage because of all of COVID. Right. Um. So anyway, like the, what was a supposed to be a year long trip. Got it sharply ended, uh, like two and a half, three months in, because as we were trying, as we finally got the, the thing fixed, and we had all these tiny nuance uh, annoyances, um, and we had to drive like forty five minutes to work out, forty five minutes to the nearest Wi Fi spot, right? There's just so many tiny things that just kept building up, and we just kept trying to make it work, but it just kept building more and more resentment. Uh, and then to top it all off, like as we were trying to, you know, head down back to Colorado, our, our Jeep started over, overheating on the middle of a Montana, of a Montana highway. And it was just like the biggest sign of like, holy shit, we are screwed. <laughs> but luckily, some, some lucky, by, by, by lucky grace of something, uh, a, like a local mechanic shop, uh, looked at our, um, I can't even remember. I think it was our radiator or something with our temper- temp- temperature temperature where It was leaking antifreeze um, all over the place and they fixed it for like 150 bucks and it was super nice. I was like I was good. I would have given them my kidney to fix that damn thing because it was so stressful, it was so emotional. It was just like the cherry on top of the whole thing like this was just a complete debacle and it was so miserable that we every t- when we got when we finally made it back and we were like we we scrambled uh, initially I thought I wanted to go back on the road cause I, I was so, I did not want to be back in my, my in-laws house. And then, <laughs> you know, our room was taken by one of her brothers. So we had to sleep in the, like this office space on a full mattress, um, uh, on the floor with all of our stuff just piled around us. It was the most emotional time, one of the most emotional times of my life. And I remember my wife and I looking at each other, like bawling on the, on the bed, like contemplating quitting the business because it was just so hard living in that RV. And, you know, we didn't, uh, we didn't in, in that moment, but it definitely put a lot of stress and strain and made us question what we wanted to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Eventually, me and my wife did dissolve the business because, you know, we want it, it, that was affecting our relationship, but that's for a different conversation. Mm-hmm. I want to specifically highlight this because it was only two and a half months in that RV and it was really hard. But every time I think back to it, it felt like it was six or seven months of my life. But because I was in the moment, I completely disregarded how long it actually was taking, right? (laughs) Moral of the story, do more research. Don't make impulse decisions when you're spending lots of money, (laughs) which my entire life revolves around um, impulse decisions. But our expectations were not matched, and it made it very difficult for us to – um see the silver lining made it very difficult for us to uh see uh, enjoy the time we were having because even though it was tough there were moments that we had fun that we did get to enjoy the the traveling life but it was just so it was so overshadowed by all the the negative that kind of uh was constantly being bombarded uh and we were quite literally not ready for what we signed up for um and i tell you that long winded story like jonah like why doesn't where's the weight loss why am i why why does it take so long to see weight loss um i have if you're still listening i really fucking appreciate it (laughs) because i wanted to give that that specific story because like i mentioned at the very beginning there's two reasons why it takes long so long to see progress all right two major reasons the first one your expectations are unrealistic just like when me and my wife, we had unrealistic expectations of how good that experience was going to be, we didn't actually look at all the holes in our business. We didn't actually look at all the possible all the possible ways that things could go wrong, and we were not in ready to, uh, we weren't prepared for those things, right? Just as if you are trying to lose weight, and you expect to lose one or two pounds a week, right, and you expect to, to dr- get into the single digits of body fat percentage, when you have zero idea how body fat percentage work, you have zero idea what progress actually looks like when it comes to weight loss, right? You're just operating on what you think you know, right? And you don't actually truly understand. If you don't see the results that you expect, right? If you don't lose that one or two pounds, it gets very discouraging. And that discomfort, that discouragement, feels like it's lasting longer than it actually really is, right? A lot of people if they don't lose a pound or two a week, they feel like something's wrong, and they got to change immediately, they got to find a new new task. But really, you know, in in the grand scheme of things, 1 to 2 pounds a week is still relatively fast. It is relatively fast, right? If we're thinking of how long we struggled with our weight, like we didn't lose we didn't gain 1 to 2 pounds a week while we weren't paying attention to gaining the weight, right? Or if you were paying attention, um, it, it's not like oh this is how gaining weight works. It just happens over time, right? And then when we make that transition and we want to uh, do what we can to lose the weight that we gained, right? We think that it's like okay, as soon as I make the shift, as soon as I make the focus to focus on my on the scale and eat eat less, move more, you know, then I should I should I expect to see that scale go because it's a transactional relationship. What I put in, therefore, I must get out. Right? If I put in the work, I expect to see the immediate receipt of my, all of my hard-earned efforts. And if I don't see those things, well, I'm doing something wrong, why even try, or I'm doing something wrong. I need I need to change something. I need to go do do uh, another thing, which is completely irrational. It's unrealistic, right? it's it's not sustainable because if we're always trying to if we're always bouncing, because if we're always bouncing to something new, we never give what we were doing enough time to actually do its magic, actually do the work. Right. Every time I, I I'm taking a client through a diet phase, or I'm just starting their diet phase, they immediately like, oh, first week scale didn't move. What's going on? Why, why is it not moving? I was like, hey, it has been just a week. Right. The last six weeks we've been focusing on just improving your relationship with your food and building a best, much more sustainable lifestyle. Right. Your body is used to the six weeks as opposed to the one week. So it doesn't mean that we're doing anything wrong or we need to cut calories. We need to give your body time to get used to the consistency of telling your body that we are now in a diet, right? Our body takes time to change no matter what's going on, right? We cannot just say if you, we cannot always expect to lose one or two pounds a week. Not saying that that's not possible. I've had plenty of clients who once they get the the momentum going, yeah, steadily they could see one or two pounds a week loss. It's not always. And sometimes there's stalls, right? I had a couple of clients saw a lot of progress for a few weeks and then for like three weeks it, it stayed at the same weight and then they're in their heads like okay maybe I uh, ate a little bit too much sweets or I'm eating out a little bit too much maybe I should go back to being more strict I'm like well is your calories still where they're at even with those things or is, are your calories still about the same even with when you added those things great then just keep doing it like you don't need to change much if you're not seeing the results it doesn't mean it stopped working it just means you have to keep executing right and just to give you an good understanding of when it's a good idea to actually change what you're doing. Right. When we're talking about expectations, I want this to change your expectations too. If you see zero, zero progress, right. Not only from the scale, but body measurements and photo uh, and body composition, body composition photos, right. Well, this is a whole nother topic, but if you see zero changes from there for two to three months and absolutely and nothing you've done is different absolutely nothing you've done with your, with your food and your exercise is different and 2 to 3 months there has been zero changes physically or or numerically then it's time to uh then it's time and on top of that, one more thing to throw into the equation, not on top of the, on top of the physical results, but and you feel good, right? Your energy is good. Your hunger's, you're relatively hungry, right? Because it's normal to be hungry in a deficit, right? But you feel good. You're sleeping pretty well, and nothing is like you don't feel bad other than the stress you may be feeling from the lack of progress on your body uh, that you're you're not seeing, right? But all those things. Like if you're not seeing the physical progress that you expect for two to three months, but you feel good, okay, now we can make adjustments. Now we can adjust calories to uh, to start seeing more progress because you feeling pretty good means that your body might just be at its new maintenance. Because when you lose weight, you're a smaller person, so therefore you burn less calories. So there may be a time where your deficit needs to go lower because you're smaller, right? But again, that's why I want you to understand the expectations you need to have, right? It's not – Oh, I'm not seeing results in one or two weeks. I need to I need to ramp something up, or I need to take more stuff away. Because if you don't plan on doing that for the rest of your life, well, when it gets hard, it's very easy to go back and regain the weight anyway. You know what I mean? So, you're the biggest reason, for the first reason why it, it takes so long to see results is your expectations are unrealistic. And it didn't. You didn't gain the weight overnight. You're not going to lose the weight overnight not healthy with one salad and you're not unhealthy with eating b- birthday cake one birthday cake or one piece of birthday cake I mean, sometimes I can eat a whole birthday cake <laughs> but that just if it's the rare occurrence it doesn't not that one birthday cake does not make you unhealthy, right? So just expand your timeline a little bit, right if if you just give yourself a break and just let yourself execute and just like think ahead and uh, and readjust your expectations to say does 90 year old you care how long it takes as long as you got to it? Because um, I had a client who, like, I, when I asked her this question, she was like, "That's kind of, that's not fair." It's like, "Why is that not fair?" Well, when I'm there, I'm dead, and I won't care about anything. Exactly. We're all gonna die, right? Ninety-year-old you's not gonna care how if it took you two years to get to your goal instead of three months, right? As long as you got there and you felt good about it, you sustained it. Ninety-year-old use, ninety-year-old, ninety-year-old you's gonna be happy, and that's who we're playing this game for. Right. Even though you're maybe uncomfortable right now, you want to change right now. It feels like it's taking forever. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Adjust your expectations. Don't make it harder on yourself. Right. And that leads me to number two. The second reason why it could take so long to see the results that you want. Right. You may not be ready to lose weight. That sounds weird. That sounds, that sounds interesting. A lot of people are like, wait, what? Not ready to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I'm I'm so ready. That's what I hear a lot of the time. <laughs> and then I ask them, "Okay, if if you are not perfect, if you have to eat out for a day, how is that going to make you feel?" This is for someone who is an all or nothing think, uh, all or nothing thinker. It's like, oh, I have to. If I don't have all my meals perfectly aligned, I'm not going to do anything whatsoever, right? And if I'm talking to an all or nothing thinker and they have one quote unquote bad meal, and then they sit there and look at me and they tell me, "Oh, I'm going to feel pretty shitty about it." I was like, that's a sign that you're not ready to lose weight because if that the, – the most important thing we need to see the physical results on our body is consistency. The most important thing, right? And when we're not ready to lose weight, that means that there's a lot of underlying behaviors or relationships with food or yourself that could make it harder to be consistent because we want to throw in the towel because life gets hard. because um, if it's not perfect, then it doesn't matter what we do. Um, if we are always eating out of convenience instead of making aligned choices, if we're always eating out of peer pressure or drinking out of peer pressure and not actually showing up the way we want to, right? Those are things that get in our own way, right? That's what, me- that's what it means to be not ready to lose weight because life you, the way you respond to the situations in your life, make it harder to do the number one thing that's most important, and that's stay consistent. If we cannot stay consistent, then we cannot expect consistent weight loss. Consistency is the most important thing. You can be super strict and be consistent with that, but if you don't plan on being super strict for the rest of your life, right, the second you stop being super strict and you go and just start eating like an asshole, right, with little regard for what you eat right? It's probably going, you're probably going to get regain the weight back if not more. So we want, when I'm, when I'm working with people, we go through something called restoration, right? Restore your metabolic functions um, and feel better from within, right? But not only are we focusing on the internal and our food choices, right? But we're also focusing on how we show up in every scenario in our life. If we are always constantly saying yes to people because we, we, Okay. I'm going to continue where I left off, hopefully. <laughs> um I got cut off for a second. My recording software just crapped out. But anyway, if we're always, ah oh, what was I saying? I'm getting I'm losing my train of thought. If we're always um showing up and not able Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry guys. That threw me off for a second. Um if we are not able to show up the way that we want to, to be consistent, right? Oh, right. You can be strict, right? You can be super strict and be consistent. But if you don't plan on doing that for the rest of your life and you regain all the weight, right, that's not ideal. The point isn't to just lose weight. The point is to understand how to keep it off. And when we're focusing on rebuilding your relationship with your food and rebuilding your lifestyle, finding the middle ground where we don't have to be super strict all the time and we don't only eat like an asshole all the time, right? We find that middle ground that we can be happy and healthy at the same time and feel the physical results. That's when we know we're ready, right? When no matter what's happening, you feel in control. No matter what's happening, you know how to show up for you, right? That's how we feel ready before we put the pressure on ourselves to lose weight, right? If you're like, I have to lose weight. I have to lose weight. Why? Why? Why do you have to do it fun fact humans are inherently stubborn we don't like being told what we have to do <laughs> well some people like being told what to do but a lot of like deep down a lot of our core like if we always have someone kind of over like choosing for us what we should do there's like an inner rebel uh inner rebel inside of us that will find any reason to try and undercut that have to mentality Right. Oh, I can't have sweets. But then we're always thinking about the sweets. Right. If I have to lose the weight, right? It's like, why? Why do you have to? Right. Cause if you don't understand if you ha- why you have to, you're gonna find a reason to self-sabotage. Right. And that's another form of being of not being ready to lose weight. Right this is going to affect this this is going to affect how long it takes for you to see results because if you're if it's, if it's far easier for you to find reasons to not be consistent it's going to take longer for you to get to your goals so if you were to find, if you were to take 3 to 5 3 to 6 months let's say right oh shit sometimes it only takes one or two but we'll say know anyway, for 1 to 6 months to just reframe your relationship with yourself and your food and then build a lifestyle that helped you feel better now Right. Focusing on your hydration, focusing on improving your food quality, finding exercise no matter what's going on. Right. Things, very basic things that if you, if you if you listen to my show for a while, these are things I always talk about because they're the bread and butter. It's not a diet, it's the choices, it's the behavior that you create, it's the lifestyle that you create. And when you focus on these simple things and you feel better, then you start to feel like, then, then the timeline doesn't matter. Because you, if when you focus on the things that help you feel better and you prepare your body, you prepare yourself to lose weight sustainably, the weight loss comes naturally. When you make the choice to be more hydrated, when you make the choice to be more prepared, when you make the choice to show up as you in social events and say no when you genuinely don't want to don't want to drink alcohol, drink alcohol, (laughs) or drink alcohol, or uh, make a not so healthy choice when you're eating out, it's not it's not bad to eat unhealthy foods, right? But if it's because of someone someone else is asking you to, and you do it out of obligation instead of your own choice. Right? That's where we feel guilty. That's where we feel frustrated. That's where it feels like we're out of control. And this is, again, extending how long it takes for us to see results. Right? If we can understand that our expectations are unrealistic and we just need to let those go and expand our timeline and then prepare ourselves to lose weight by understanding the actual problems we face. We don't have a weight loss problem a lot of times. We have a behavioral problem. We have relationship problems. Right? We have boundary problems. That, that are what really gets in the way of us seeing the results that we want. And if we can address those things first, it's going to make it easier to get to your results. It's going to make it faster to get to your results because it's good it's go, even though if, even if you expand the timeline, say, okay, I don't need to lose weight in three months. I'm, I want to lose I want to lose the weight. I want to give myself the time in one to two years, right? One to two years. take the pressure off for a second. Right. If if you expand the timeline and and um that gives you a little bit more of a of a relaxation to this and you focus on the actual things that are holding you back, not just your discipline and your willpower, right? Your your consistency, your relationship, your food, yourself, all those other things I was talking about, right? If you just give yourself one to two years to focus on those things instead of like I'm gonna get motivated for three months and then you fall off. I'm gonna get motivated for three months and then you fall off. I'm gonna get motivated for three months and then you fall off. Two. One, two, three, four, five, ten, twenty, thirty, thirty 10, 20, 30. 30 years can go by and we can still have the same issue because we're trying to focus on motivation and I'm uncomfortable so I need to change things now. It's like, oh, well, why am I uncomfortable? Why do I have my relationship with the food that I have? Why do I want to lose weight so quickly? Okay, what's my actual problems here? Do I always make unconscious choices? Do I give in to peer pressure? Is that how I always want to respond? How do I start practicing showing up as me? How do I say no when I want to? How do I say yes when I want to? Right. That's when you know you're in the sweet spot. Because once you have that autonomy and you understand those things, again, it takes it, it's much faster to get to your goals because now you can show up for you and stop getting at, stop getting in your own way. And then your expectations to see one or two pounds of weight loss a week. Those will come because you'll show up for you making decisions that align with your health goals or they align with your life and you have the appropriate ratio that allows you to see the physical results because of it. We only need to be consistent 80% of the time. And when consistency aligns with how we want to feel and we show up with how we want uh, as how we want to feel and we show up as who we want to show up as, there we go, uh, most of the time it makes it easier and it shortens the time it takes to get, to get to our goals. It's just delaying a little bit of gratification. Yeah, you can see a lot of results really quickly. But if you don't plan on doing it for the rest of your life, you're you're somewhat extending the timeline. You're making it harder to get to your goal. You're making you're making it take longer than it has to be. Just like when me and my wife, we had unrealistic expectations. We thought we were gonna be happier living on our own on our own, on the road. And we did not ask why. We did not ask, ex- we did not ask what was what was gonna happen. We did not see that it was gonna bankrupt us. And oh god, when did that end? Twenty twenty one. We're still in credit card debt <laughs> for for that entire experience. Um, and it's twenty twenty three now, half almost halfway through twenty twenty three, and we're still in credit card debt from a two and a half month experience. We if we would have just slowed down and looked at what we wanted, why we wanted, it, what the actual problem was, maybe we could have, we maybe would have found a different option. We maybe would have found a far more beneficial option, or. Maybe it was supposed to happen that way. I want to I end with this. Just because it didn't work doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Just because you failed, quote unquote, right, it's okay. Because it lead, a failure, a closed door can lead to another, a, a different door. That door may be open. And as someone who has been through the ringer in every scenario, even if you don't know me, trust me, the reason why I do everything I do is because I've been through all everything you can imagine. And I don't want people to feel the way that I have felt, <laughs> but negative experience experiences they're not they're not always bad. They're valuable lessons. They teach you a lot about about yourself, and they allow you to keep searching for the thing that's gonna that's gonna actually work for you, and that's okay. So, it's not actually t- time is relative. It takes so long to see results because of many reasons, but check your expectations. Are you being unrealistic with yourself? I know you. I I know you can push. I know what you can accomplish, and you know what you accomplish. You know what you can accomplish, but don't make it. Don't set the bar so high that your best. Like if you don't show up as your perfect self, it's not good enough, right? Expand that timeline of yours. Give yourself the the grace to learn, to to grow, and just expand the timeline. Because ninety year old, if ninety year old you doesn't fucking care how long it takes. And then give yourself the understanding that you may not be ready. You may be getting in your own way because you weren't paying attention. You weren't paying attention to the choices that you make and why you make them. When you start actually paying attention to those choices and then keeping in a line and then and readjusting those frameworks, those mindsets around those choices – then you get to then you get to create the, the space for you to show up the way that you want to make the choices that align with you so you can live a happy and healthy lifestyle. And if you have no idea what I mean by that, go listen to probably half of my, my podcast episodes when I talk about making aligned choices. Because that is huge. And then the results just come. The results just come without you even have to without you worrying about them as much. And when the time you spent struggling You you would would be grateful because it taught you – you will be grateful, I should say, because it taught you the things that didn't work or the things that didn't help you feel better. And then you get to find what works for you truly, and that's the exciting part. So I hope that helps. I hope that makes sense. I know I started with a long story. So if you listened all the way to the end of this, I greatly appreciate it. And just a little reminder, um, if you found this helpful, please share it with one person. I would greatly appreciate it. And if you tag me on social media, Jonah Mitchell fit underscore nutrition. Hell yeah. I love to share. I love to connect with people um, and help the best way I can. And I'm going to stop rambling and I'm going to go walk my dog. Cause she keeps walking in and out of my office like a crazy person. Um, and I do apologize for the uh, somewhat of disconnect in the middle there. Um, don't know what happened, but we're all good. We made it to the end and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. See you on the next one.